Hello, everyone. I'm Colin Tess of Wrestling.com, joined by Robert D. Fleece tonight to talk about Friday Night SmackDown. Robert, how you doing? Doing pretty good, Colin. How about you? Doing pretty good. We were talking before we went on the air. AW Rampage was at the very early time tonight of 5.30 p.m. Eastern, which is very, very nice. And that means I could I was able to watch SmackDown, not to worry about that, and not do the show. What I'd rather, I would I would rather be watching Rampage in some ways, but I'm saying like at least no, I'm I, saying you were able to watch it instead of doing the show. Yeah, you're, yeah, exactly. Usually I can't watch it. Usually I'm either doing the show or so swamped with other stuff that I can't watch it in the first place. Um, so that was good. I got to watch it. Had early, early dinner. Watched the show. Watched SmackDown. Kind of fully fully present for better or worse. Um, and and now we can do the show and I can not have to worry about that. It's, it's good. It's a, it's a, well, it'll be early next week as well. I don't know how early, but early shows are, are good. And I, I appreciate that when we get them. And then, you know, when we have the schedule as it normally is, SmackDown at eight, that's fine too. And so we had SmackDown tonight. WrestleMania Backlash is on Sunday. So this was the go home show for that. So the show opened with Charlotte Flair and Aaliyah. Uh, Charlotte faced Aaliyah in the I Quit Challenge from last, or Be the College Challenge from last week. Technically made her quit, but not with Jugo like being the timekeeper. And so she wanted a match. There wasn't a match because then Charlotte cheap shot her, even though. I thought the match was already underway, but I, I guess not. And then Ronda Rousey came down, and they brawled for a couple minutes. And that will be a match that happens on, on Sunday. And I just I just hope that that feud is over after Sunday because nope. it's it's time. Nope. No? They're going into Hell in a Cell. Win, lose, or draw. They're going to Hell in a Cell. You think they might draw on Sunday? Oh, no, no, no. That's, I'm just using the phrase no, okay. of win, lose, or draw. I don't think – I think – Maybe Charlotte squeaks by with some chicanery, but they're going to Hell in a Cell, and Ronda will get it at Hell in a Cell if she doesn't make uh, Charlotte quit. I think I would agree, and I, I don't love that idea, but it feels like an inevitability at this point. But I think at one point uh, Charlotte had said I quit during a promo, so I feel like they might do like the old school trick of like having. You know, Ronda or Ronda maybe dub the audio or something and have that play because they've done that a couple times. I remember like I don't remember which match. Rock and Mankind did it, and Miz and John Cena did that, it. The Miz and John Cena one. That's right. Okay, so I feel like they might kind of go back to the well. I don't know if Ronda has said it yet, but uh, I, I do. Feel I'm like sure she has, and uh, I think if Charlotte wins, it'll be some chicanery like that. Yeah, and that's for predicting that Ronda will beat Charlotte. In some ways, I could see, uh, as we're saying, you know, maybe if it gets drawn out to Hell in a Cell, that's where Ronda gets it. Although at the same time, maybe Ronda gets it here and then Hell in a Cell is the rematch. I think that makes sense. But either way, Eddie says it will be a brutal match. And yeah, I mean, there are going to be weapons. There's going to be, you know, who even knows what. But I mean, the, the last match was a standard one. This will be a little more, a little more, you know, creative with the I quit stipulation. So I'm sure it'll be brutal. I'm sure it'll be hopefully better than the last one i didn't think the wrestlemania match was particularly good but um they had the worst match on saturday <laughs> yeah yeah wasn't the biggest fan of it granted they were also very overshadowed by some of the other stuff on the show but uh that was one of the big matches here for wrestling backlash and eddie's saying his own prediction ronda's gonna be charlotte third match in the hell in a cell he's saying there's no way ronda's gonna say i quit yeah i mean i always see ronda saying it that's why i'm kind of predicting maybe we'll do some kind of you know, as Robert said, chicanery or shenanigans or whatever, whatever, you know, I feel like we're going to get some kind of wonky finish, but um, 
yeah, now now I'm resigned to the fact it's going to keep going. So I'm, I'm going to stop hoping that uh, that it'll, it'll end on Sunday. But some of what we can look forward to beyond Sunday is the Women's Tag Team Championship match that will be next week. This week we had a singles match to promote that. It was Sasha Banks versus Shayna Baszler. And every time Shayna Baszler has a singles match like this where she actually gets time and she actually has to have an opportunity to have a good match, I'm like, damn, Shayna Baszler should have been a singles champion by now. And she has not. And uh, so it's always pretty sweet seeing her have matches like this. It's like, man, they've really kind of dropped the ball on her. And I saw some tweets going around saying that predicting they might like hot shot uh, the, the women's tag titles next week. I don't know if I see that. I, I don't really see a reason to give them to Natalia and Shayna right now. But regardless, Shayna Baszler pinned Sasha Banks tonight. So that's kind of exciting. Yeah, the wrestler won with a wrestling move. And I think that's always an easy play. I look at a match like this, and if I'm fantasy booking, this is my WrestleMania. Two competitors like this easily headline WrestleMania cards. And I don't have a problem with them doing it on free TV. I just wish it meant a little more. I enjoyed uh, Pat McAfee calling the stomp to the arm the future endeavors stomp. Credit to that man. He just says whatever he wants and nobody yeah. stops him ever. That's great. Um, I do wish this match was on the pay-per-view. I'm, I guess I'm the old curmudgeon person who's like, I just want everything the way I remember it and it built to the pay-per-view. But it's next week and I think uh, Boston Glow will retain. I agree. And, and in some ways, I, I do think it deserves to be on, on the pay-per-view. I do think... Like, it'd be fine if it was. Uh, at the same time, I, I like the idea of having at least some title matches on, on SmackDown, on Raw, on TV shows, because then those feel mo more consequential as well. Um, and I guess I'd, I'd kind of worry if, if it were if it were on the show on Sunday, it would get kind of shortchanged for time, whereas usually, in theory, you know, some of the matches on the TV get, get, get a little more time. So I agree, though. I, I'm old-fashioned that way as well. It's like I like having the, you know, the more, the bigger stuff be on, be on the, the pay-per-view and stuff, but... Again, we just get, I, at least I, for myself, I get used to the way things uh, are slash, or I try to, or that, that they are kind of becoming. Um, but I agree, Nasha says this should be on pay-per-view, and unfortunately it's not. I think you can you can have it both ways. Like, just do what they used to do in the Attitude Era. Like, every other match was a title match. Didn't matter if it was Raw, pay-per-view, SmackDown. I think yeah. you could do it like that if you're really desperate to bump TVs, because... You took like one of the only tag, uh, one of the only title matches you had on the show, and replaced it. Now, granted, you added Roman, arguably added value, but also there's no stakes. None, none at all. We'll talk about that in a bit. But something that is on the show on Sunday, Robert, is Madcap Moss facing Happy Corbin. So of course we had Happy Talk tonight. Uh, Madcap Moss quickly interrupted. Madcap still has jokes. He said that Happy looked like he was dressed up like a, a Pitbull tribute band. He said he looked like, you know, Hot Topic, you know, tattooed on his chest. He's cracking some jokes like that. And then he was talking about all of uh, Happy Corbin's past iterations. And he said, maybe in your next, you know, version, you, you'll actually be entertaining. And then, Robert, you've talked about this before. You've said you want to see uh, Happy Corbin go back to the lone wolf. He's like, well, wolves have hair, so you could be a big, bald wolf. And he got a, a big, bald wolf <sighs> chant going. And no, that. <laughs> right. um, you know, what's interesting about this match is it's like the only match on the card that isn't directly a rematch from WrestleMania. 
It's just a singles match, a new feud. I think Happy should lose here, but Madcap should probably... I think Happy is too much of a star, and I think we need top heels to go against top baby faces. So I think Happy wins here. Maybe Madcap gets his win back on pay-per-view. This has the vibes to me of like Miz and Alex Riley. Yeah. Where it's like even yeah. if Madcap wins, guarantee you Corbin's still the top star until anyone says otherwise. Yeah. I mean if if Corbin wins, you mentioned like top uh baby faces need to face top heels. Like I don't know what you what he would do next. He's already he, he could do... just beat Ricochet. Somebody needs to beat Ricochet. That's fair. And I like I'd be pretty Fine with him being the, the IC champion. I guess kind of beyond that, it's like that. that I just my for my mind went to like top babyface being Drew McIntyre. We just saw that for literally like pretty much four months. So, um, but I, I like the idea of maybe him being the IC champion, going you know go that down that route. Um, my problem here is the Madcap Moss, like you mentioned, that, the Alex Riley thing. To escape any kind of similarity to that, they need to stop with the Madcap Moss thing. The look, the name. It's not they it's both not need they both need to stop. Corbin yeah. needs to not be happy. He needs to be Baron Corbin. Moss needs to be Riddick Moss. They need to be serious competitors. Yeah, we're getting some some support for that here. Nestor says Madcap needs wardrobe change now. Eddie says if Madcap changes his gimmick, he'll be a big star in the making. He made its gimmick like it's the uh like it's the raw make his gimmick character. like the raw yeah. underground character. Um yeah. I think Raw Underground could have done a lot of good for a lot of people. I think they pulled the plug on that too quickly. You know, that's another conversation for another day. I think strip them of the gimmicks and you have two guys who could easily be main eventers tomorrow. With the gimmicks, they're tied and tethered to a lower mid card. Yeah, and especially Madcap, like cracking... Pitbull jokes and and granted though if it's getting a reaction, big bald wolf, yeah, yeah, whatever works. I guess. Yeah, and, but at the end of the day, Joseph says Madcap's better than this crap gimmick. That's kind of what I'm seeing going around here. Um, more support for the lone wolf Corbin idea. Herman says Corbin needs to go back to that or potentially join Edge's new group. Don't know about that. Um, I, I don't think you know. I would say I don't think they're going to cross brand lines. Those are non-existent depending on who you are. But I don't think Corbin needs it. Yeah. I think uh, I do think some will join on uh, Sunday, though. But we'll get there. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But I agree. Both Corbin and Moss are talented. The gimmicks are holding them back. Um, I just wonder, like, I don't know. It's weird. Like, it's they change names all the time, but they're clearly rolling with Madcap Moss. And I mean, I feel like WWE is kind of finicky about names. So, like, they've already tried to kind of like build them as madcap so i'm a little worried they might be sticking with that at least for now um but no i agree i agree i think in some ways him winning on sunday will be good uh, in other ways corbin could use kind of a, a nice kind of momentum boost to kind of get it back on track so i think either way it's fine uh, but i i do like the comparison to the alex riley thing because that takes me back hey and um yeah that's not good so uh, i just hope that if it's anything like that that they capitalize on Madcap because they did not capitalize on Riley. When I was a kid, I, I was a big fan of Alex Riley. I was like, oh, this guy's going to be like the next big thing. No, I mean, and that's that that's way. the line they were feeding you. Now, granted, they haven't gotten that far 
with Madcap, but that is what they were feeding you with Arai. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, no matter what, Corbin makes whatever he has work to the best that he can. I just think they're both saddled with bad gimmicks. But someone else has been kind of saddled with some bad luck lately is Drew Gulak. Drew Gulak got a video package tonight based on all of the ways he's been featured in recent weeks. Interviewer, assistant to Adam Pierce, timekeeper, uh, any number of other ways. And tonight, Robert, tonight he returned to the ring against a mystery opponent that turned out to be Gunther. And Gunther just wiped the floor with him. Like he was just like chopping him and slamming him. And very good showing for Gunther here. Not much more to it than that. But uh, what else do you need? I just wish it wasn't Gulak, but Gunther. Has been the best NXT call-up since the changeover to 2.0. I would agree. I'm struggling to think of all, all the other ones, but I was probably at the top of the list. I mean, so far, so good. Some good squash matches here. You, uh, so far, it's before this, it was a lot of local talent. This was his first one that I can really recall uh, over a fairly established name. A bit unfortunate that uh, there was Gulak in that case, but he's at least getting on TV. That, that's pretty good. Um I'm curious to see where this goes from here because now, like like I said, he's, he filled every other role. And I will, Eddie points out maybe he'll be on commentary, maybe he'll be a referee or even the ring announcer next. Maybe we'll try out every hat and see see what works. But I really um, hope not. That's so silly. I don't know where that's going. I don't know what's going to happen with Gunther here. Uh, ever since he got called up, I'm kind of waiting to see, like, you know, wait to see what, uh, if we can get something kind of sick. He can also beat Ricochet. Yeah, I would not mind that at all. Uh, to kind of really kind of quickly build them up and do that. And I mean, if it actually get, if they actually have a, a match like that, Gunther versus Ricochet would be great. And, and that's along that same vein, Gunther versus Drew Gulak should be great, but this is very clearly meant to be a, a squash match. And, and that's what it was. So uh, speaking of NXT call-ups here, not recently, but an NXT call-up of old, Lacey Evans officially returned tonight on SmackDown very, very briefly. We had the latest chapter of the Lacey Evans story, depressing as hell. And then the ring announcer asked for, uh, said that Lacey, has, Lacey Evans asked for everyone to show her the proper respect. So please stand up and applaud her. She comes out with a new theme song, a pretty weird one. <laughs> and she played to the crowd for like five seconds. And that was it. I, I'm going to be honest. I don't know why people hate on this gimmick. Depressing. It's, it's depressing, but it's her real story. Like, I think we're all very aware that, like, life ain't sunshine and rainbows right now. You know, like, I think this is better than I'm a Southern Belle and I'm a real lady. And, you know, I, I, I'll i take the Marine because at least that's who she is. I do. I agree. The Sassy Southern Belle was, was not great uh, on paper. Like, when they first started this, I kind of liked it. Um but like several weeks in a row, it was like super depressing. Like tonight, she's talking about like family members overdosing, her father, you know, losing his battle with mental health and he, he, his drug problems, uh, drug struggles as well. Um, like, and you do, Robert, you just said like the world's not a gr- super great place right I now. I guess it's, so, it's the desire for escapism. Is that what you're saying? Yes, that's that's what I'm saying. Okay. And I like I even if they just kind of like vaguely like tie it in or even like just made note of it talk about a little bit but she's like pouring it on really like getting in there so the past i think all every chapter of the story she's like cried it's like because it's heavy it's her story and it is actually really sad like it and it's you know it's emotional i'm i'm not that's not the problem saying it's like 
feel like they're going a little heavy with it, a little heavy with it. But I am curious to see how this is going to go because, like, she asked for you know the proper respect tonight, but she was telling this one emotional story. She gets cheered for being a marine, but now you know what she did tonight was very much a heel thing. Like she can, she can easily turn, and I think they're waiting it out to see how it goes. But I would expect to see her turn. Yeah, sooner says, because she's easier to do that. Joseph says she's a born heel. Eddie says she could be the biggest woman's baby face if the crowd kind of buys into the story. So uh, I agree that maybe they're just kind of, kind of waiting to see, uh, you know, what, how the people really react maybe over the next couple weeks or so. And I agree with Nesha. I respect her that's 100% as a Marine. I respect her story. I respect what she's been through. I'm not saying that at all. Incredible story, incredible perseverance. Like, and like, talk about it in interviews not on the tv show it's like it's great it's amazing but like you know now it's i don't know it's a weird kind of disconnect in a way of like you know i don't know because I, I i like reality based stories in some ways but like still it's a little over the top a little over the top in some ways but uh, i'm curious i saw some some people tweeting tonight maybe thinking if she turns heel she could be like one of ronda's first challengers right she she's gonna get the first shot at, at either charlotte or ronda she got unfinished business with Charlotte. That was a thing that happened a year ago. Yeah. That was such a weird story. Like Claire got her pregnant or not. I don't know. Yeah. Thankfully, that is that is in the rearview mirror. So I'm curious to see you know where this goes. Um, if they dial it back a little bit, I'd be in favor of that. Again, I'm not knocking her story at all. It's a wonder, amazing, amazing story. It's like, I turn on SmackDown. I'm like, I don't want like this super depressing you know series of vignettes over and over again just beating you over the head with it That's... i do hope that she's a baby like if i'm booking her baby face and she's you know she's who she is she's a marine and we ride that gimmick until people are absolutely like no she's a heel to me yeah and it should like it should be a face gimmick again at least for now marine mother overcame all these struggles like that is a, a baby face gimmick like gift wrapped like ready to go um again I, I was just a little thrown off tonight of like the demand requesting respect and a pause like a little, a little interesting but it's definitely i feel like it's uh they, they could go either way and i think it could work out pretty well but something else that could work out well if we get to see it is the the long awaited shinsuke nakamura roman reigns feud that was uh set up a month ago randomly dropped and then tonight they brought it back with shinsuke that, that annoys me for on every level, on let's let's dissect this tears. Like, okay, Shinsuke gets attacked by Roman first. There you go. That's your match. That's your WrestleMania backlash match. No, nah, never mind that because we're gonna go with Drew, but we're not gonna go with Drew. We're gonna go with a six man, even though we booked this other thing that has so much more value to it. And then, by the way, let's just start the Shinsuke thing again. I don't like it. It's it's a bit wonky setup. Um, I guess in some ways I'm glad they circled back to it. I, it was just not ideal if they dropped it in the first place. It seemed a bit weird that like part of his motivation that like he said the bloodline hurt my tagging partner. I was like, no, Rick Boogs got hurt in a freak accident during the match. Yeah, Rick Boogs decided to lift two men and oh, his knee buckled. I mean, you know, speedy recovery to him and I hope he's doing well, but he did that to himself. They didn't decide to pile on him and make his knee buckle and no. tear his ACL. 
So that seems a little weird, but like I get it. Like I, I, I can like understand it. But regardless, as I said, the day will come when he wants to get a piece of Roman Reigns, um, whenever that might be. I'm good with that. That'll be a fun match. Yeah, and in some ways, long term booking, I guess, because it's been in the works for a while. But um, yeah, that was a little bit of a, a, a teaser or a setup for maybe what happens after. Uh, wrestling backlash on Sunday, but then uh, during that promo, Sami Zayn was in the background, kind of snooping and snitching, and he went right to the show to Paul Heyman and told him what Shinsuke said. And basically, Paul Heyman said, "Like you know, handle it yourself." And Sami Zayn wanted a match with Shinsuke for next week. Got it for tonight. Very good match, as you'd expect. Sami and Shinsuke are great, and Sami wins ironically by countout after several weeks of losing matches by count. He won tonight because he hit the Huluva kick outside the ring. Beach and Skay, and uh, that I have no no complaints with. Remember Great when match. they stole the show in Dallas? Yeah, like that was amazing. It's such a different time, but good for them. I'm glad they're on TV. Sammy being like the rat informant for the bloodline is the most fun you could possibly have with him, and I like it. That's great. Sammy's great. Paul Heyman is amazing as always. Eddie says that Sammy and Paul need to interact more. I mean, yeah, those two guys just like comedic gold, just always very, very entertaining. Um, I, I don't know if anyone here has seen it, but the movie The Longest Yard with Adam Sandler, there's a character that's like a snitch for the guards. And Sam reminds me of this because he's just always like nowadays, like at least tonight, I just made the connection where he's like in the background. He's like, I was like playing dirty and just like snitching to Roman, like kind of reminded me of that kind of weaselly. And that's what his character has been. But I mean, everybody that. here can be aware of The Longest Yard. Austin's in it, Nash is in it, Kali's in it. Goldberg. Like, it's a damn Goldberg. good cast. I love that movie. That's, but, that's like a wrestling movie, practically. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I I enjoy wrestling even more when I can make connections like that. So I, I appreciate that. And I like Sammy being in this role. And then he can still go on and have a very good match. So I think that's a win win. Nash points out maybe Sammy just wants Roman in the first place and he's trying to kind of play the long game. Um, That'd be fun. We saw Sammy got a title shot in November and Brock Lesnar just like destroyed. I think it was early December. Destroyed Yeah, him. mauled. Yeah. But maybe they'll run it back at some point. If they actually got to have a match, I'm sure it'd be a good one. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd like to see that, but I feel like that's not where we're going. At least right now. Not for a while, at least. Yeah. Um, that leads us to the first tables match on SmackDown in two years. They kept like They kept hammering that home. I was like, Hasn't been too. What years. was the last tables match on SmackDown? I don't. I don't remember. But apparently, it's been a while. At least uh, having one on SmackDown. But the one we got tonight was the the New Day duo of Kofi and Xavier versus Ridge Holland and Sheamus. And these guys have been feuding for quite a while now. Had a match against Mania. And as we were talking about earlier, maybe this could have been on uh, the WrestleMania Backlash on Sunday. But we had tonight. It was a very very fun match. It reminded me that Kofi Kingston and Sheamus. Are really dang good at this, this whole wrestling thing. Like those two guys are just very, very good. Kofi Kingston I, won his first United States title by defeating Sheamus in a tables match. Oh, there, there you go. There you, you go. Know? A little fun trivia um, there. I, then, I love this. I love it. Look, Sheamus is gold. Kofi's gold. Woods is gold. Put Butch in the ring. Like, <laughs> put the guy that everybody wants to see in the ring in the ring. Yeah, you know, and I'm willing to forgive that he's Butch. I don't even care anymore. It's a completely different character. It's not like Raquel Rodriguez, who's literally just Raquel Gonzalez, but she smiles. Yep. You know, <laughs> literally. Uh, but I'm okay with Butch, but you got to do something more with him. Well, he got a little something with the whole Where's Butch thing, and they were doing the weekly, like, 
where in the world it's Carmen San Diego with, with Butch with like the you know little back background graphics. I don't get cities. that. Like, what about him gives off a Where's Waldo vibe? Why are they doing this? What about him gives off a Butch vibe? I don't know if that's what they're doing. But he's he's back. He's back. He's not missing anymore. He came back from under, under the ring tonight. Uh, he was crashing at Hornswoggle's apartment. Came out from under the ring. And he attacked uh, Kofi and Woods and helped Sheamus and Ridge win the match. Uh, he was, he's been doing live shows. They were over the, the European tour, so maybe that's why he was absent for a little bit. But that's just because he wasn't missing long enough. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm glad he's back. I mean, it's, I will say maybe very, very small progress tonight. Michael Cole did not refer to him as a petulant child. So maybe we're getting yeah, away. Did he get referred to as the rabid wilderbeast? Not even that. Thankfully eh, not. You know, we didn't get no fun with Butch. We, Butch, for me, I'll always ever think about the rabid wilderbeast. Because Pat McAfee says whatever he wants. That he does. Um, I, I like Butch. I really want Butch to stop being a petulant child and start getting in the ring more. Yeah. And I'm, I'm hopeful tonight was going to start of that. Um, Eddie says Eddie, uh, Eddie says Butch is like the angry naughty kid that beats up other kids that have to be comforted by his parents. I mean, yeah, like after the match, he's like getting kind of dragged away slash consoled by Seamus and Ridge. Kind of an interesting dynamic there. Um, but yeah, let's, let's see if we get away from the, the scrappy do side of things of like just the, the petulant child. Like I think we'll be a little better off, even if, again, I can get attached to the Butch name and even the, the newsies get up, but Scrappy Doo line. was the greatest villain of all time, so he's in good hands. All right. Well, <laughs> uh, speaking of great villains, Roman Reigns closed the show. Robert, we're only at the twenty-five minute mark, but we've got, we've run through everything worth talking about on this show. Keep like, going. I, I don't I, keep going. The show, like all all show long, they hyped up the face-to-face confrontation with RK Bro or RK Mick Bro, as quipped by Drew McIntyre, and the bloodline. Several backstage interviews uh, hyping up this thing and their match on Sunday. Um, you know, those are talking. Why are talking. they hyping this? What, what's what's the issue here? They were face to face on Monday. Yep. Well, what is what are we advertising? Uh, I don't know. This is fine, <laughs> right? Like they brawl as you would expect. You know. Match will be on Sunday. It'll be a damn good match. Don't get me wrong. This match will be a lot of fun. But there's no meat on the bone. Nope. Because nope. if Drew pins Jay or Drew pins Jimmy, Drew's still going to have to go through money in the bank. You know, it's like they're not going to give him the shot. I don't, know, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really like what they're doing here. I mean, John, I would talk about this on the the Raw show a bit because it's, you know, blood, blood over there as well because Roman is the, the lone world champion right now. It's like you think about, you know, who, who could challenge him and, and the idea that they've got Clash at the Castle in September, and that's the big UK show. That's the one you, where you would think uh, that you would get Drew versus Roman, but Eddie points out. I know, think Drew faces Roman at SummerSlam. Okay. His American hometown. And then Tyson Fury gets involved, and it's Drew and Tyson at Clash of the Castle. Yeah. I can see it. I don't know uh, what very Roman's going to do. do, honestly. I don't know what Roman's going to do. I mean, we talked about this before. Like, I, I kind of thought uh, Cody Rhodes is a match for SummerSlam, but then I don't know how Drew fits into that. Again, I, I see him facing 
uh, I don't know, maybe, I guess I've been assuming he'd get the match at Clash at the Castle, I, but maybe no, not. No, if Roman, when is SummerSlam this year? August. It's know. not August, it's July. Really? Let me look that up. It's late July. But anyway, they're at the Garden on July 25th. And if that's the night after SummerSlam, I want Cody Rhodes to beat Roman Reigns at Madison Square Garden. For the title? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I just found out that yeah, SummerSlam that's is July 30th. Whole, that's so. the whole deal. His daddy lost the title at the Garden. I just want to see that story pay itself off. I like that. I like it. I like like shock title changes. Like I would not on paper expect that to be the place that Roman Reigns is. Uh, I don't even know what now. Over six hundred days title reign ends. You know, to, to, I guess that's is that the Raw Madison Garden? I think. Yeah, Raw is at Madison Garden. I think that's just before SummerSlam, actually, because it's. At, I uh, think that they at the very least, Cody's like. I want to fight you. And then Roman's like, I would, but I got to fight Drew on Sunday. You got to have the interaction there because that's the whole story. Yeah. And that's like the one interesting thing in WWE right now. Pretty much. But I, I don't know how, how we're going to get at least all the way there because we've got Velsman Backosh on Sunday. Roman doesn't have a, a title match. We've got Helena Cell in June, Money in the Bank in July, and then Flavor uh, later in July. But so know. what I would do is I I would have Drew and Roman in Hell in a Cell and then I'd move to something else for Money in the Bank and then SummerSlam I would put either like a Cody or something there but I know that they're probably thinking with Drew and Roman SummerSlam Drew and Tyson Clash the Castle. I don't know who faces Roman. Finn Balor, maybe. I, I really. Yeah. It's only fair if it's a UK guy. Yeah. Gunther, like, maybe. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. Like, if they build him up enough by then, I think they could. He should be on the on the UK show in some capacity. That'd be a, a big, big match for him. Um. Oh man, I. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I Drew McIntyre versus Tyson Fury like does not really do anything for me. But... Listen, I Colin, you you do this job, same job as I do. You know they need to have this match. They have been talking about it for two years. Yeah, they need to have this match. I guess. I guess. And I, like WWE loves that kind of you know crossover. You know, sports athletes versus. Sports entertainers, I guess, but uh, I like the idea of Gunther. Um, like I said, I'm just struggling to think of like how we got all the way there because like it's it's May now, uh, and Roman. They, they don't even know they're gonna yeah, they're gonna wing it. <laughs> but it'll be interesting. It'll be an interesting road there. We the, but this was SmackDown. They go home for wrestling at Backlash. So Robert, what, what do you think of the show tonight? All these considered six. It was fine. You know, it wasn't offensive. It was just fine. Um, for like 6.5. Are you excited at all for Backlash? Tell the truth. Like, are you at all? Let me, let me pull up the card because I forget. Like, I know obviously we have the six man tags and the other big things, but it's uh, um, it's about a six match card. There's there's a match between Edge and AJ Styles where Damian Priest is barred from ringside. Yep. There's Happy Corn, yep. Madcap Moss. There's Cody versus Seth, which will be good. Shaw versus Ronda. And Bobby Lashley versus Almost. So. A lot of stars missing from this card. 
You don't have Ezekiel and Kevin Owens, but you really should. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Maybe, maybe, maybe they, they could add it. They could add it, maybe. You know. They might add it. Uh, there's nothing for Bianca, which is shocking. Yeah. There's no Becky, which is shocking. Yeah, I we're think... talking about that on the Raw show. That was weird that, like, you know, listen, the, the woman's side of things there on Raw, Becky, Asuka, uh, Bianca, all of them left off the card right now. It's weird. Not that everyone needs to be on, on every show, but, you know, there's definitely some. When like, you're building uh, a. If you're gonna, especially if you're gonna tag things, premium live events, the optimal worth there being premium. We gotta get some, you know, big time backs. We gotta get some. I guess that's why they put Roman on the card. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I think Bianca. Bianca is a premium caliber athlete. Uh, There's a few names missing. I think there have been worse cards. I think. Like most of these matches should be pretty darn good. AJ versus Edge should be really good. Cody versus Seth should be really good. Six Man will be good. Um, Charlotte versus Ronda should be bad in WrestleMania. So it good. should be good. Look, Charlotte versus Ronda should headline first of all. Yeah. Because it's a women's title match, and they're two of the best women of all time. Charlotte Ronda should headline. Roman could open, but I'm not. I don't like major matches opening, but that's. Yeah. Only my preference. Roman could open. Cody could open. Um, but I think there's a lot of omissions. Yeah. Either way, we'll be here. For yeah, sure. we're going to watch it. We're going to have all the coverage. Right, Colin? You got We will. Run down all that coverage here on WrestleZone. There's also going to be coverage of Impacts Under Siege tomorrow night. Got a new interview up on the podcast feed with Moose, former world champion. Got uh, other podcasts out there. I know you've interviewed Matt Cardona several times. I know there's an interview out there with the Good Brothers. There's stuff out there with um, Tasha Steeles, Deanna Prazo, all the big stars of wrestling. They're all talking to wrestling. They're all coming to wrestling. Right, Colin? What else you got out there, Colin? Uh, you, you hit all the major ones. We got the, the Raw show on, on Mondays. Unfortunately, John has been sidelined with he had an appendectomy. I think that was... It's not last week now, but uh, he's been recovered from that. So shout out to John. Hopefully he he's hopeful he'll be able the to legend, join us next week. John Clark. Oh, John Clark, the legend. Uh, he, when he's able to, he joins us for the NXT show. So again, hopefully we'll be back fully on track next week with that. But I've been doing that uh, either way. And then otherwise, we've got two Dime My Dudes on Rampage Marks Dime to cover all things AW. We do this show, scheduled printing on Fridays, you and I, Robert. Otherwise, WrestleMania Backlash, we'll have a, a post show for that one, as we usually, we usually do with the, the premium live events, as we, as we were just talking about. Lots of great interviews, as always. And that's that's what we do. We try our very best to give you guys lots of content when, when we are given a lot of content from the world of wrestling to begin with, because that's what we're all about, Robert. And that's what we're all about. You know what we're all about, Colin? Is making sure that no matter... Listen, things get bland. Sometimes things are bland. Sometimes things are outright bad. But there is always something to enjoy, and that's why we try to enjoy wrestling. Indeed. I didn't want to sign off yet. I wanted to say, everybody, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. As we were talking about earlier, the world outside, pretty scary place right now. But we're coming here together to do one thing while others. Robert already gave it away. I mean, that. I mean, you got the legends in the chat, Colin. You got the Nesha Kirsches. And the Eddie's Zaharis, they've been here. They're like day ones, you know? And we, we we feel that. That keeps us going, man. That keeps the energy alive. That keeps us happy. That keeps the lights on. And that's why we enjoy it, because you guys help us enjoy it. 
Indeed. I mean, I always appreciate all you guys, you know, coming here pretty much every show. You guys are so loyal. It means a lot. Checking us out every week, spending time with us, talking about the wild, wacky, weird, another W word, world, world of wrestling. Wonderful. Uh, did I say wonderful? Who even knows? I don't even know. With that being said, folks, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate your support so very much. With that being said, Robert, we do one thing above all others, and that, my friends, is to enjoy wrestling. Thanks for listening, everybody.